Guts. Check. Flats. Check. Engine. Check. Coffee maker. Check. We are ghosts. Okay, boys. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am Nick Trellia. And I am Khalid. And I am Rachel Kukaji. As always, we have a fantastic show lined up. We're going to be talking about how birth order affects personality. And a friend of the show is going to come on to talk about a sketchy piano story. But as always, let's get started with Wacky World. Wow! I don't believe it. Well, there's something you don't see every day. So my story starts in my country of ancestry, Poland where residents reported a mystery tree beast uh, that turned out to not be a beast, but we'll get there. So panic erupted in this small town in Poland, Krakow. <laughs> Krakow is not a small town, but we <laughs> 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 got. Well, I don't know. It's my ancestry. I know, I know more about it, but whatever. Anyway, so apparently this mystery tree beast had been in the tree for two days and people didn't know what it is, thought maybe it could be a bird of prey. But one of the women in the neighborhood said people aren't opening their windows because they're afraid it will go into their house. Um, some people thought it looked like an iguana. Um, and they were asked to describe its features to the officers of the Krakow Animal Welfare Society. Um and the inspectors knew that it was unlikely that a reptile would be able to survive the cool temperatures of the Polish city. Um, but they thought, you know, maybe someone accidentally abandoned it in a tree and it's dead or something. But then they arrive on the scene and they find out that the creature in question was not a bird, not a reptile, but in fact a croissant that had been <laughs> probably thrown out of a window for the birds to feed on. <laughs> nice. Yikes. This is happening a lot recently. I saw a story where a Florida woman thought that a dinosaur was in her backyard. A dinosaur? A legit dinosaur. I didn't read the story. I just saw the headline. Was it a baguette? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was a biscuit. (laughs) Biscuit. Biscuits don't look like dinosaurs. (laughs) Neither do baguettes. More than biscuits do. (laughs) You know what really chaps my biscuits? Oh. (laughs) Bad parenting. (laughs) I have a story. Here from what? speaking of Florida, continuing on that trend, Florida man takes infant daughter on meth run to get lit with friends. Police say, <laughs> and you thought it couldn't get any better. <laughs> so a Florida dad took his one-year-old daughter with him to buy meth Wednesday evening, prompting a missing child alert. So this guy Clifford Smith was arrested Thursday morning by the Fruitland Park Police. Fruitland. <laughs> It's like guy, a pretty fruity area. This guy's a resident of Fruit Life, yeah. Fruit Town. He's the mayor, probably, <laughs> and charged him with child neglect. Police said they received a call Wednesday night from a mother, from the child's mother, who said that she had left her daughter in the care of the girl's father. She said the girl and Smith, the father, were gone from the house when she returned home. Police said they obtained information that Smith was, quote, possibly out attempting to obtain narcotics. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 not the drugs. (laughs) So a Florida missing child alert was activated, and then they canceled the alert when Smith returned home with the kid. Uh, They said that she was in good spirits and only had a soiled (laughs) diaper. (laughs) Yikes. What does that that mean? What kind of good spirits? I don't know. I don't think it's (laughs) relevant. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Police said that uh, the father told the police, admitted to this freely, to the police, 
that he was driving around offering rides to people for money for which he would use to purchase methamphetamine to get lit with friends. So he didn't even, like, get caught. He just admitted. Right, exactly. Yeah. He's but an idiot. He wasn't doing anything illegal. Same, yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Is he admitted to having intentions to do something illegal, but it doesn't seem like he actually got the match. So I guess that's why he thought it would be funny to tell I think he was soliciting, though, which I think is bad enough. And you know why I think well, he, he brought... he was soliciting money. That's bad. For meth. He said, I was going to get money for meth. You know why for I think it. he brought the kid along? He needed Pretty a designated solid, driver if he, if, he, if he found his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Always bring a friend. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of illicit substances, and since it's the week of 420, mm. the cannabis industry would like you to stop using these pot slang words. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> so this comes from talking to a, a number of, of sources. A number. A, a number of sources, yes, in anonymous Oregon and sources. California. Not yeah. anonymous, actually. You can oh. find them all in the article. <laughs> um, they're from states that uh, have legalized Oh, which is not okay to say now, apparently, because it's a racist Mexican slur. To say m- Yes. Hey, uh, so they're- bleep that out in, in post, Josh. <laughs> so basically... <laughs> These people say that um, mer- saying mer- only tolerated when combined with the word medical for specific purposes. <laughs> so if you say word. medical marijuana, it's fine. But if you just say mer- that is what they call the M word. The M. Oh no. They're quoted as saying the M word. But don't you think? Don't you think if you have to add the adjective medical marijuana, you're implying there's other kinds of marijuana not used medically? Uh, and not necessary for medical life? marijuana is its own thing, and you should call it cannabis otherwise. Oh, huh. <clears throat> Until we find out, cannabis is also a racial slur. For well, yeah, what's the difference between cannabis and marijuana? I don't understand how one is inherently worse than the other. Well, I could get into that, but I think it's more interesting to talk about the slang terms that they are okay with. Like okay. reefer is reefer. okay. <laughs> However, they argue that cannabis is just a better term in general mm-hmm. because. Because nobody Mar- knows what that means. No, because because marijuana <laughs> has a history interlaced with racism. Cannabis is about harmony and acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> a rose by entering the name is still a rose. Weeds can also be ugly and destructive, they're quoted as saying. <laughs> Pot is short for something in, in Mexican, uh, uh, Spanish. The Potation de Guaya or something. I don't know how to say that. Which is an alcoholic beverage that means drink of grief. <laughs> hmm. I think so they were high why, when they put this list together. That's why is called pot. Interesting. Yeah. So that's where pot comes. From. Some other things that they're okay with are, uh, for example, jazz cabbage. <laughs> jazz cabbage. Nice. What about wacky tobacco? <laughs> I don't know. They don't mention that one specifically. <laughs> hey kids, get some wacky tobacco. This this guy was very very specific to emphasize that he would never use the word jazz cabbage though. He was just giving it as a off the cuff oh, example of something. I that see. Would I see. Maybe be okay. It's just the first example I would think of, but I would never use. How it. is that not a slur? Jazz cabbage. He's also quoted as saying, "I don't love the word." Mar- anymore it just feels like a criminalized version of the plant today what about mary jane is that uh, what <laughs> mary jane you know uh yeah i don't know well Can since mary say? jane is like a play off of the word mary marijuana <laughs> then it's probably not accepted either yeah i think it's just we just remember the sage words of uh whitney houston 
Crack is whack. We <laughs> is what you need. <laughs> oh, don't say the W word. Uh, or the M word. What? You didn't say the M word. No. <laughs> You've been listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Next up, we're going to be talking about how birth order affects personality, or does it? <laughs> I stumbled upon this article last week, and I found it very interesting because I always talk about how I have a lot of friends that are oldest children, and I notice some trends around them. Well, in 1874, Francis Galton was the first person to publish findings discussing the differences in personality based on birth order. Interesting, interesting. Then, Alfred Adler, a Freudian, believed the arrival Uh-oh. of younger siblings dethroned the firstborn and was the first to include birth order dynamics into personality psychology. So according to this article, the general trend is that the eldest child has a greater sense of responsibility and more neuroses and identifies more with the adults in his environment, which I can see that. I feel Mm -hmm. like oldest children are always the ones that are like, no, I'm going to go talk to the adults. You kids are stupid. Sound like you're really familiar with saying that. Not me. No, I'm not an oldest. Yeah, I'm an oldest. I am the third of six, which means I'm a middle child, which are more stable and independent. They're peacemaker, peacemakers. But also can't speak. Yeah. Yeah. They also cannot read. (laughs) Peacemealers. More likely to be dyslexic, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, it's because they were abandoned because the parents focused (laughs) on the oldest and then spoiled the youngest. That is not true. She's not bitter about it. No, (laughs) No, actually I'm not. The oldest oldest are the most independent. They learn to do things on their own. They're peacemakers used to sharing from day one. Wait, that's the middle That's the middle. You're you're not the oldest. The the middle. I'm I'm in the middle. You said oldest. You already said that. I meant to say middle. Excuse me. You're excused. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm an oldest child. See, look at you making peace. Then, <laughs> exactly. Compromise. I actually learned today in my class where we did the quiz on conflict management, and I have the compromising types that goes along with it. And then the youngest child has the highest chance of being spoiled, obviously, but also more creative, interestingly Interesting. enough. Modern studies, however, attribute very little to birth order, but I mean... I think there's a lot to be said towards these general trends. Of course, you're going to find your outliers, but I think this is pretty common. Well, as I like to say, I think we should trust all of the science from the 1800s yes, over I agree. the science of today. <laughs> well, I even say trust the science of today 100% because science of today is never wrong. That's true. But the science from 1800 is usually even less wrong. <laughs> Markedly less wrong. Yes. Then, then nothing wrong at all. Yeah. Well, let's just use this for a quick second to all compare right. all of us in this year because I'm a youngest child. Mm-hmm. You're a middle child, Rachel. Yeah. And Nick, I'm you're an, an only child. Oldest child. Oldest child. You didn't eat your sibling in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So we have an oldest, a middle, and a youngest. And uh, this, so Nick's supposed to be the most responsible and neurotic. Yes. And the most adult. Like, I just like identify more with adults more mm. more comfortable around them i guess i don't like talking to them more i'm not sure and rachel's spo- well okay but it says the middle child is supposed to be most stable <laughs> looking at rachel here <laughs> i don't know if that's accurate yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're independent though yes that is true mm-hmm. peacemaker i don't know about that uh, yeah sharing is she good at sharing yeah kind of She's Kinda. good. 
Yeah. Kind of good at sharing. All right. And Khalid? I think I'm, I think I'm decently good at sharing. I've just like, y- again, it's kind of like used to it. And that ties into the fact that I even share the middle. Oh, that's kind of interesting. They don't say the middle children talks a lot. I, I, I don't see that on the list. I definitely think there's... I must have missed L- that one, Mr. I think Adler. that ties into the whole like being independent and kind of just doing things for yourself. I think that Talking middle children... Yeah. yeah, like that, that can tie <laughs> into that of like just kind of... You know, that seems your completely like unconnected to me. But anyway, big personality. <laughs> yeah. Well, Caleb, I also like here we have the highest chance of being spoiled. Oh yeah. But also more creative. Well, I do get everything I want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very creative. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I mean, actually, the, I'm pretty creative. This show. I mean, yeah, you paint. Yeah, just look at this show. Play the violin. You paint. The show. I'm holding up my painting right now. Oh wow! <laughs> For all of our listeners to to see. What a beautiful <laughs> painting, Caleb. <laughs> thank oh, you. Thank lovely. you. Lovely. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've discovered something very important here today. Yeah. And you know what? I think another trend that I see among oh, oldest boy, children go. is overthinkers, and they're more careful. In my experience, the like my oldest sister and the older children I know are overthinkers. That's true. And they're more careful. For example, Do you think that I don't think about anything. Because <laughs> the longer down the line yeah, you get, the less you think. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, do you overthink everything? Yes. I don't know. Let me or think about it. Or are you a it. man? Oh, I'm a man. <laughs> uh, it also here doesn't say that middle siblings interrupt a lot. I <laughs> yeah, where is that? I think that comes with the talk a lot. Uh, right? yeah, yeah, I think it's, so, too. It's all lumped into independent, apparently. Right. Yeah. You know, just, just more personality stuff. But you know what else involves personality? Something everyone is very interested in, and that's love. So, <laughs> Hillsdale College, Whitley, and Mac dormitories hosted a uh, speed dating event. And, of course, fancy. I, I, fancy. and of course, I could not resist the opportunity. So, naturally, I had to go check it out. And so, I just kind of went down and got the sights and sounds of it. <laughs> and uh, here's what I saw. So I'm speaking with Jack Coker, one of the organizers of this event. So, Jack, what gave you the idea to do this? Well, basically, I just I just wanted to give our guys an opportunity in the dorm to kind of you know get out there, put themselves out there, become more comfortable with talking talking to members of the other opposite sex, and you know just that'd be kind of a fun campus-wide event. You know, getting Whitley and Mac together, and just just kind of you know being out getting out there for the guys. You know, just kind of help them out, give them a helping hand, and organize an event, kind of thing. Okay, so what is the format? How is how is this organized? Yeah, so basically we were, we gave everyone when they came here a bingo board, and basically there's questions on there like has had a meal with Dr. Arn, lives in Oregon, is an extrovert, stuff like that. So as the people rotate, they're looking for the qualities of the bingo board to get prizes and stuff. So it helps facilitate conversation, and and so basically the girls stay seated, and we have all the chairs set in a circle, and the guys rotate one over every two minutes or so. Uh, so the girls get to meet everybody and you know, we can figure out who the most eligible bachelor is. And I hear that the most eligible bachelor could win a prize. What is that? The prize is a machete. That is... What guy doesn't want the Walmart $4 machete? Because that's insane. <laughs> that's fantastic. $4? Wow. That... $4. It's, it's too cheap. It's suspiciously cheap. Only in America. Only in America. Capitalism for the win. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Looks like uh, they don't want to rotate. Yeah, you know, they're kind of they're having a good conversation over there. Yeah. Listen, if a wedding comes out of this, I just want to be invited. That's all I ask. <laughs> That's all I ask. <laughs> yeah, kind of interesting stuff. So, did you talk to any of the women, Nick? I did. 
<laughs> How did it go? <clears throat> I'm be very careful with what I say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, did you meet any anyone especially interesting? Well, I will say there was this one guy who. God. He had a very interesting strategy for getting the ladies. I offered french fries from my pocket, uh, ate a banana with the peel, and I considered some other things, but I didn't go through with those. There's a real Latin lover. I don't actually know what that means. <laughs> Wait, so did you, did you participate in the musical chairs? No, I did not. Oh, so how did you talk to a lady? Because when the event was over, people were just sort of like, Hanging and there out. was your chance. And then I swooped in and was like, uh, "Hey, now let's let a real pro talk to you." Now you've seen the, <laughs> you've seen, seen the what amateurs. The kids do. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. You've seen exactly. what these boys do. But mm-hmm. let's You're see like, what happens when you talk to a man. A man. He goes, it's time for the bonus round. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what they say? Always leave the best for last. <laughs> yeah, very very interesting event. The the winner got his machete. True enough. All $4 of it. All $4 <laughs> worth of that machete. What's interesting is that the girls were saying that they wanted people to be like genuine and honest and confident. It's kind of like the trait that they were looking for most in these guys. I mean, I'm telling you, the most upfront person, probably French fry. You know, give him a French fries, eating the banana. He is like just sending us up. He also would give bug facts is something else he would want to talk about. Huh. Yeah. Rachel, does this... Strike your fancy? What no. would you think about a guy feeding you French fries out of his pocket and giving you bug facts? Yeah, <laughs> like uh, maybe that guy you talked to on the phone a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, oh. Jimbo Jangles. Oh, last yeah. semester? Oh, was that last semester? Oh, yeah, Time just flies, ago. doesn't it? <laughs> the blind date, yeah. yeah wow, maybe we should bring time. him back. Love is in the air. Speaking of shopping for things. That's right. You know, We've s- got an interesting story. <laughs> from an interesting guest. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, and we have in studio with us friend of the show and senior physics major, Joseph Harvey. Hello there. A rare animal, the physics major. That's correct. (laughs) Yeah, the actually good physics major, even more (laughs) rare than that. So he has a story to tell us. Yes, I do. Involving your second passion. Uh, That's correct. Which Um, is? What is that? Sketchy uh, free pianos on uh, <laughs> Facebook Marketplace. I think we were going for music, but I guess we'll go with that. Yeah. I think it falls under that umbrella. So anyway, um, this was over Christmas break. Um, I'm just sitting uh, at my kitchen table perusing Facebook Marketplace, as one does. Um, and I stumble upon Wonder of Wonders, a free, um, I believe it was a Yamaha uh, baby grand piano. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, going for free on Facebook wow. Marketplace. So I go, all right, this is definitely not legit. Um, <laughs> but but hey, what's the harm here? Let's just follow this where it goes. Um, so I get in contact with the guy. There's a little number there. Um, and he, uh, he explains that the reason why they're giving this piano for free is that um, it was his son's piano, and he loved it very much, and his son died. And ever since then... His wife broke down and cried every time she saw the piano. Um, and also, oh, they're moving states, so they need to get rid of it anyway. That's really sad. Yeah. Uh, well, it would be if it was true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a sucker story right that's there. That's right. Really so I was is. like, wow. Okay. That's very sad. Um, and then, uh, so anyway, he gives me uh, 
the uh, the contact information for his moving company, which currently has the piano. And he just says, well, get in contact with these guys and um, they'll get the piano to you. So he he sent me he sends me the email address airvan.movers at usa.com. <laughs> Clearly legitimate. Um, oh boy. So anyways, I make a fake email address and I email this uh, this email. Okay, this was smart. And then in response, I get the jankest email I've ever received. <laughs> at the very top of the email in gigantic blue lettering, it says delivery process of a piano, period. <laughs> was it in Comic a Sans piano. too? Uh, no, but it probably, I mean, it couldn't be much worse than it actually is. Um, so anyway, they basically say, oh, give us your, uh, delivery address and we'll tell you what the delivery charge is going to be. Right. Yes, yes. of course. Uh Um, so the little, you know, quote at the end, you know, like the little company motto at the end of this email is delivery unlimited direct to every direction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and this, this email, they speak English. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> this email is signed by Flourish Brain. You heard that correctly. Flourish Brain. And there's also, I, I'm seeing here, because I'm sitting next to Jarvie, so I can see this email. There's like four different colored fonts in this That's email. They, it looks they, like an infomercial on paper. It's, yeah. it's really astounding. Um, so anyways, um, I go, oh, okay. I see what's going on here. So now I'm, you <laughs> so know. So then you, you know, need to tell them where to send the piano. Right? Well, yeah. well, at this point I decided I'm going to uh, yeet myself out of here. Um, and so I need to come up with a good excuse for uh, why I'm not going to follow through with this. Um, so then I, I tell my guy. Oh, wait, they're lying. They're lying. You don't need a good excuse. So I decided <laughs> to uh, to play the game with them. Give them ah. a taste of their own medicine. That's, yeah. that's correct. I like this. Okay. Yes. So I say, um, actually, I'm moving to Australia this week. Could it be rerouted to Sydney? <laughs> um, and he's going, uh, you can have it delivery to you before going, and then you know how to go about it personally. <laughs> um, so then I'm saying, sorry, I don't have time. I guess the piano has to go elsewhere. And he says, my properties will be delivered later today, and once it is delivered, it will be brought back to you. Latest by Thursday, you will definitely get it. Um, but then I say, uh, sorry, I'll be busy transferring my llamas to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck finding another home for the piano. Maybe he could have. Did you ask him if he could move your llamas for you? Uh, I did not. But you anyway, appara- he apparently he bought this because he just gave me a single uh, thumbs up in response. So <laughs> hey, I guess nice. he thinks. Or that means I'm, he absolutely uh, didn't buy it and was just, you know, who done knows? With, Scam like, the scammer. <laughs> Done with your scam. I think you I got guess. him. Good. I, I think he bought it. Honestly, yeah. I think he. Bought oh, yeah, 100%. Either way, I think it's a great response. <laughs> he's, he's I like the llamas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Needed a good excuse. Uh, uh, the, what can I say? You could have asked him, like, if he was going to ship it to Australia, would his ship account for the fact that it would be like upside down going to Australia? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, yes. He's like, do they have course. like special upside down shipping? Mm. Right, right. Well, of course, the joke's on him because Australia doesn't even exist, as we know. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, how, how ignorant he proved himself to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. He should have known as soon as he saw the word Australia. Indeed. He was dealing with a scam artist. Yeah, That's you're correct. Yeah. And on that note, you've been listening to The Loft, our Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We have new episodes that come out every Wednesday. You can listen on the air or on SoundCloud. But Stay honestly, tuned. I wouldn't blame you if you did. <laughs> <laughs>